Hello, Tile friends. Welcome back to another episode of Tile Money Podcast. I, Luke Miller, am your host, and I love discussing the business of being a tile contractor. I am a tile contractor myself here in California. And the Tile Money Podcast is brought to you and made possible through the National Tile Contractors Association. And is, this episode is sponsored by Later Creek International. Today, I want to talk to you about the value of being a tile contractor, the value that we bring to our customers. I have a great speech that I gave, um, and I want you to listen to it. I gave it at an event called MUD. If you don't know about this event, I'd really encourage you to look into it for next year. It's held in Fresno, California every year. Uh, Mario Garcia puts it on. He's, he has his own Facebook group called MUD. And we get together and discuss, um, you know, this method of floating walls. We also had some live demonstrations of foam installations, too. Um, there was manufacturers there pretty much from the whole spectrum. Everybody was there. Uh, the National Tile Contractors Association was there. It's a really fun event. I really want to encourage you, you friends, to think about attending next year if you're in the area. Uh, we had people fly in, drive in from Texas. Um, it was the furthest state I heard. And anyways, it was a good time. So I just, I, I was listening to the speech and I, I missed a couple key points and I thought I would just talk about them here before I let you listen to that. So I want to talk to you about how to identify your ideal customer, how to convey to that customer the value that you present. And I also wanted to encourage you friends to get your heads on straight. Now, and what I mean by that is, um, uh, our, what, what our company looks like and what we look like as individuals starts between our ears, in our brains, right? Our thinking is going to shape our, our life. Our thinking is going to shape our business. And we really want to make sure that we're thinking positive thoughts and we're thinking in terms of the value that we bring as tile contractors. We don't want to be thinking negative thoughts, things like I can't sell it for this price, or you can't get that in my area. We want to push those thoughts out and instead fill our, our minds with the positive thoughts of um, the best experiences uh, we've given as contractors to our customers. We want to fill our thoughts with, yes, we can succeed. Yes, we can be profitable, right? Because when we think and the thoughts that we have, this is going to establish our belief system. And our belief system will affect our actions. In turn, um, actions will affect the results that we see. So thoughts, beliefs, actions, and results are all connected and it's all very powerful. So I want to ask you to um, take, a, take a look at yourself and, and take, you know, take a survey, a self-survey, and see how, you, how you're thinking about yourself and your business. And if you need to make some changes, you know, now's a good time. Um, ask yourself if you would hire yourself as a tile contractor to install tile in your home. And I, I'm positive the answer is yes, but if it is no, then really dig a little deeper and find out why. Maybe you need to tweak a few things. Maybe you need to, you know, dig deep and find the value in what you're doing. So um, how can we find our ideal customers? Well. First of all, identify, you know, maybe a trick would be to look back through some of the projects that we've had this year or even last year and identify some of our favorite customers. Um, maybe get four to six in your mind and then start to write down the similarities. 
what was their age group? Wow. What kind of house did they live in? What, what kind of problem did they have that you were able to solve? And now we can start to identify what that ideal customer looked like. Make a look or make a list of all the ways that our work benefited their lives and solve their problems. Now we can start to identify these things and this will help us to identify our future customer base because we don't want those customers that cause us grief. We don't want those customers who don't see the value in us. We want the customers who do, of course. And only when we get clear with this can we then continue to market and advertise to these types of people. Does that make sense? I, I hope it does. Um, because if we can, um, you know, if you could have 20 customers who were just like those four or five or six like perfect customers that you've had maybe in two years, if, if this next year or this year, the, the, the rest of the nine months here, if you could fill it with those types of customers, I mean, how much more profit would you have? How much easier would the jobs go? And so I really wanna encourage you to do this. It's, it just takes a few minutes. Um, sit down with a pen and paper and think about it, think about it, think about your ideal customers, and then really get specific with what your ideal customer looks like in the future. Uh, whether that be a homeowner and what that specific homeowner looks like down to, like I said, their, uh, the neighborhoods they live in, the cars they drive, um, or a contractor. Uh, what what type of contractor, you know, and what, what type of problems does this contractor have? I found that with my contractors, um, they, they really fit a certain um, type of person, and it's, it's pretty narrow. Um, I can't go out and work with all, all the contractors out there, um, and, and really no need to, right? There's so many of them. I need to just pick a, a small percentage and stick with that, and the same is true with uh, homeowners, too. So, this has really benefited me in my business is when I started looking for these ideal customers and trying to target towards them. And I'm confident that this will benefit you as well and help you be profitable out there. It's my sincere hope that through this podcast and these interviews that I am assisting you and giving you encouragement. Um, it's really my desire to do that. Um, so without further ado, I'll let you listen to the speech. I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of you next week at Coverings in Orlando, Florida, April 9th. So until then, friends, stay profitable and keep up the good work out there. So thank you to Soto for putting this event on. Thank you, Mario, for getting this together. You know, who would have thought like less than three years ago, Mario started his mud page on Facebook and look at how big it's growing. This is the second year he's done this. We've got how many, how many sponsors? I, I'm not even going to try to say them all because I'm going to forget. We've got the National Tile Contractors Association here. We've got people doing huge giveaways, and we're all having a blast, aren't we? And it's all because we're a bunch of passionate tile installers. We've got people who flew in from other states and drove up from Texas and different parts of the country just because of their interest in this, in this product, mud. This is a technique that's lasted and been proven over the years. So when we think about mud, I really want to talk about the value of mud work because if you're installing mud work, I want you to understand that what you're doing has a lot of value. And so we want to talk about how to sell that to our customers and how to express that value and tell the story. So when I think about mud stories, one of my favorite stories about mud, I've got a friend 
He's a C-54 California tile contractor. His name is Jonah. He flew to uh, Switzerland, and his in-laws, they own some income properties over there in Switzerland. And it came to a point where they wanted to renovate these properties. There was like four or five properties. And so this California family, they're all contractors. They've got a general contractor. My friend Jonah's the tile contractor. So they all went over, about six or seven of them, and they were gonna renovate these properties. He didn't know what to expect. You know, you go into a different country. You gotta bring different adapters for the outlets. You gotta bring different things. And he did some research and he found out they were using tile systems that he was not familiar with. So what did he do? You know, he's a California tile guy. All he knows is how to float shower walls. He's never done another system. There's no need. So what did he do? In his suitcase, he packed a hawk and trawl. And he knew that if he took this hawk and trawl to Switzerland, he could build a shower that he believed in and that would stand the test of time. Sure enough, he got over there. Nobody knew what he was talking about. Nobody sold bag mud. They didn't even sell, you know, mud boxes. He mixed his mud in an old bathtub. But he knew that he could shop around and he could find a few key elements, sand, lime, common cement, lath, and he could build a shower that would last. And do you know, he had people from Switzerland, tradesmen, coming to his job site to check him out because they were so interested in this technique. And we see that today. Like I said, there's people that have flown in from different parts of the country. About 10 years ago, John Bridge had a similar event where he taught the mud method. He had a lot of interest. If you travel the United States, you'll find people in pockets of the, of the country, one or two people are doing this method. And that's what I wanna to talk to you about. When you can do this method and you know how, you understand the value. But how do we convey that value to our customers? Some of the value it brings is for one, it's a proven method. It stood the test of time. I mean, you can go back thousands of years and see that they use similar methods to install stone that lasts today. Another method is you can adjust your layouts very easily with the mud method. I think the best example of this that I've seen is Jimmy Reed. Who's familiar with rock solid tile? Southern California, right? Jimmy Reed builds and installs paper face glass mosaic tile showers that do not need to be cut. He does not cut a single piece of glass tile because he knows how to float his showers and he knows how to do math, right? <laughs> That's another value of mud. This is something that we all need to be explaining to our customers. Of course, we talk about plumb and square. Very simple to fix, to fix um, framing, right? And of course, cement bonds great to cement. What do we set tile with? Cement products. It's going to bond great to cement. So we understand the value of this mud. And I'm not saying it's the only method. But for all of you out there who are still floating your showers, and most of us in California do, in fact, you'd be hard pressed to work for a California builder if you don't know how to float a shower. We need to understand the value of it, and we need to express this value and make sure we're getting paid to do the work that we're good at and passionate and proud of. So the question is, how will you tell your mud story? I just told you a mud story of my friend Jonah. If you're floating walls, how will you express that story to your customer? 
A beautiful example of this is social media. I mean, look what Mario has created in less than two years. I want to talk about Mike Shapiro. Here he is. You go on Blue Star Tile Instagram. He talks about the mud method because that's what he believes in. He, he shows his customers and he expresses that value to his customers so that they start to understand they're getting something special. They're getting something unique. You wouldn't believe when I got out of the contractor subcontracting my tile work and I started selling to customers, you wouldn't believe the amount of customers who said, okay, you know, we'll, we'll provide the Duroc. And I said, wait a minute, slow down. You know, I, I'm gonna bring my mud. And they said, what's mud? And I, so I explained, you know, boom. So that's where I found the money. The money was in selling the customers the mud work because I could explain to them what it was. And they understand that. People buy value and customers buy an experience. And when you can show them, you know, and this can convey to any method that you believe in and trust, but when you can show them your method and tell them, this is why I believe in this method, this is why I do this. They're buying an experience. They're buying the method. They want to brag to their friends. And we can talk about cars. You know, it wasn't that long ago, a car, the top end cars were 50 or 60 grand. Along comes Tesla with something unique, something brand new to the market, a gasless car. They're selling this car for almost $100,000. What did we see? People bought them. People bought them and they were happy to and they bragged to their friends about it. It's the same with mud work and perfect and great tile installation. They're buying it because they value it and they're happy to spend the money. They have the money. We can talk about the history of mud work. You know, we won't go back too far, but 80 years ago in the 40s, there wasn't, it was before Thinset was invented. We can talk about how tile was installed directly to mud, the mud set method, the wed set method, maybe the ceramic tile, sprinkle some Portland cement and, and pound it into, the, into the, um, the mud beds, right? So when you, when you talk about the mud set method, 80 years ago, have you ever been walking in a city, maybe Fresno, maybe New York, maybe uh, San Francisco would be a great example, and you walk on tile and you notice the tile's perfectly fine. The installation is there. What's The only thing that fails is the ceramic glaze. Have you ever noticed that? The ceramic glaze will wear out before the tile and the mud underneath it. So when we tear out a shower, one of the techniques that I've thought of recently that I, I, we could do, have you ever torn out a bright pink or yellow or blue shower with mud? We all have, right? The, why do you tear that shower out? There's only one reason, because the customer wants a change. How about you, if you're selling mud, how about you save a chunk of that shower and you bring it to your next um, estimate and you say, look at this method, this is what I do. Look at this tile, it's fine. It was a bear to, it was a bear to remove. This tile lasts a lifetime because of this system that I'm selling you. And this would be a beautiful way to express to them the value of mud. This is how you convey your value and your technique. We're a bunch of passionate people, like I said. I mean, you know, we have a lot of fun on these social media sites and we discuss different methods. There's new methods, 
you know, some of us have chosen, you know, I personally have chosen some of the newer methods because I install tile alone most of the time. Um, we get into debates and things. I want to encourage you to, to use that passion to funnel it into your sales. Make sure your customers feel your passion and pride because what you have, no matter what technique you do, you're taking pride in your work. So this is a, this is a powerful thing when you can fuel that passion into sales. And you know, when customers talk about these newer methods, we want to be aware, and that's what we're doing here today. We're learning some newer methods. We've seen Laddercrete with the quick, the quick here. We've seen the lightweight boards. We want to be aware of how these methods work. It's not going to hurt us, right? It's only going to, it's only going to increase our knowledge. And oftentimes, we can use this old method with the new methods and build something really special. I mean, can you imagine a mud-floated shower with surface waterproofing with epoxy grout? I mean, then you have something that you can sell double, triple, quadruple what your competitors are. And if you don't think people want this product, you're wrong. People want something that will last and people want something that's easy to maintain and maintenance free. And like I said, if people are selling $100,000 vehicles and they're doing it every damn day, you can sell a $10,000 shower. So. Know your numbers. When you learn your numbers, and don't worry about the competition's numbers, you need to understand the basic rates. You know, you, it's good to know your competition's numbers, but do not base your business numbers on their numbers. When you understand your numbers and why it is you need a certain amount of dollar per day or per hour, this gives you confidence. When you have confidence, this is another tool in your belt, in your sales belt because the customer can smell and sense your confidence. And if you're confident in your numbers, they're not gonna question your numbers. They're gonna understand that you're a professional and you don't, wanna, you don't need to worry about you know, meeting or matching a square foot price because you've done the math, you've done the homework and understand what it takes to make your business successful. We all want successful businesses that will last generations. We want to pass it on or at least be able to retire one day, do we not? And pay for our surgeries that we may or may not need. So I think that's the end of that. <laughs> I just really want to thank DeSoto again and all the manufacturers that showed up to this event. And I thank you all for your support. You know, uh, My name is Luke Miller. I do a podcast that's available anywhere podcasts are found. On your smartphone, there's typically a podcast app built in. You can download Spotify, you can get it on YouTube. I've interviewed a lot of great tile installers and this is something that's only gonna grow. So I look forward to continuing to get to know all of you and thank you for your attention. I really appreciate it.